0: Hello, my name is Claire, and you are listening to the Hypno Birthing Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 39 of the podcast. I hope everybody had a lovely Christmas and a lovely New Year as well. We are in 2022 now. Um, so this is the first episode of the new year, which is exciting, and today's episode is a positive birth story. So I spoke to one of my listeners, Jo, all about her positive birth using hypnobirthing. Jo has two children, and with her first, although she still would describe it as positive. It still did leave her feeling a little bit scared um, about the prospect of having any more children. And so she discovered hypnobirthing, and it really made such a difference to how she felt before giving birth and also to her experience during uh, her labour as well. So, thank you so much to Jo for coming on and sharing her story, and I will play the episode now. So hello, Joe. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. If you could just introduce yourself.
1: Yeah, of course. So my name is Joe. I'm a fellow Brit um, originally, but I am living in Australia. I have been for the last um, eight years, and I've had two babies, both born over here in Australia.
0: Amazing. So you have a uh, an insight into a different maternity system, which is great. Although I don't think it's massively yes. different over here. Um, it's
1: really it's really hard to tell because I have nothing to have it to it. <laughs> um oh and when I have heard like different stories from like people who have given birth in the medical system and listened to different podcasts and things I'm going well it's not been my experience but maybe that's just my, the particular hospital that I went right. to over here maybe that yeah. is like it over here yeah I don't know
0: so Tell us a bit about what got you interested in hypnobirthing in the first place.
1: So the main reason that I explored hypnobirthing for birth number two was because I needed to change my mindset. Um, And I'd heard, I can't really remember where I first heard about hypnobirthing, but it was something I was very, very familiar with. So after the birth of my son, I just said, next baby, I'm doing that. I need, I need to I need to try something out. Like my, the birth of my son was, was great. I was fine. He was fine. Can't really complain from that perspective. Yeah. And we did all the traditional antenatal classes for that. And first time around, you don't even know what you're doing. So you just go, well, we'll just do the antenatal classes. Yeah. Um, and then another reason why I really kind of felt strongly about hypnobirthing is when a friend was talking about it, when she was pregnant with her baby, she just sort of dropped into conversation. It's not just about having a baby. The things you learn through hypnobirthing can see you through other periods in your life as well. Definitely, yeah. And I was like, oh, interesting. It's not just a one-trick pony. (laughs) So, yeah, so it's always just kind of been there. And then the more people you talk to about having babies and giving birth, it just keeps coming up again and again. So with
0: your first pregnancy, you'd heard of it, but was there a reason you didn't explore that route? Was it because of the name?
1: No, no. So actually, funnily enough, hypnobirthing isn't as common over here. There's another right. the calm birth is. Okay. It, it's, I think it's exactly the same. Yeah, um, that's a
0: better name I for mean, it to be fair. It kind of is, isn't it? <laughs>
1: yeah. So, oh, this is going to sound really bad, but the reason we didn't explore it first time round is because we had to pay uh, i got i first got introduced to it through the hospital we had to pay for antenatal classes and we had to pay for calm births we were like well right we'll just do antenatal classes yes yeah. i see yeah so we did that and then yeah. and like i said i didn't really know what i was letting myself in for so i was like i'll be fine yeah and first wasn't. time we don't, <laughs> so, always, we don't
0: always know do we like no know, right no for us
1: no um and to be honest i actually think from my experience, doing hypnobirthing the second time round was better. I I have no regrets about not researching or educating myself in that way the first time. Yeah, so I always
0: say as well, and I've probably said it at some point on this podcast, but I mean, hypnobirthing is obviously beneficial for every single Mm. person and every single birth, whether it's your first or whether it's your fifth, like whatever, Mm. it's beneficial for everybody. Um, But sometimes I think for those who have had, uh, a previous birth that perhaps wasn't necessarily negative because your, your first doesn't sound negative. It still sounds positive, no. but um, yeah. for people that have had a first birth and they, you know, they want to try and maybe feel a bit calmer for their second, uh, you know, or subsequent birth. i sometimes feel like it, it hits differently with them because they have they already have like a point of comparison. So they yeah. already kind of know half what to expect from labor. I think first time, sometimes we don't, we have no idea what to expect if we've never done it before. Yeah. Um, so second time, I, f- I feel like the people that I teach that are having subsequent births are really like, really invested in it because they know, they know that it will help. Do you see what now, I mean? So that a- makes sense absolutely. what you're saying. You have no I mean, regret, but you're, you know, you're so happy that you did it a second time. It was the right thing for you because yes, you've had that point yes. of comparison.
1: And and by the time I was 41 weeks, which is the how far gone I was when um, my little girl arrived, I was a hypnobirthing junkie. Were you <laughs> amazing? Oh, like and still am I love try it. not to like force it on people because <laughs> I do feel like people need to kind of make their own yeah. their own decisions and their own judgments and I just sort of think if if someone was trying to force it on me first time around I would just would sort have of been like it's so hard love, leave me to, alone
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so hard not to because when you feel so passionately about something and you, you so know passionate. like how the effect it has it's so hard not to just be like but you have to do this and so yeah. and I, I also think like people some people like they they're not ready to receive the message mm. uh, which is fair enough like if they're not ready to hear actually how good it is and and to be honest everybody listening to this podcast has already you know um accepted that it is a good thing to do so nobody listening yes. is in the category of people that are not willing to yeah. accept it but <laughs> I, I they, totally get it I feel the same as well like you just want and your- they
1: don't believe you when they go watch <laughs> it about and I go you breathe through contractions yeah. and they go, So what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I you just breathe through. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you kind of almost have to see it to believe it.
0: <laughs> do. And it is, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's kind of one of those, like, you can lead the horse to water, but you can't make it drink mm-hmm. type thing. You know, you can tell people as much as you like, but really they... Uh, they have to be willing to hear the message of it. Otherwise it's not going to do anything. Um, So yeah, I get it from that point of view. And a lot of, a lot of people that I teach, feel you know they tell me afterwards I'm so like passionate about this now I want to train to be a teacher or I want to do something to help because some people just really get a calling for it and you just yeah. want to talk about it all the time and you want to tell people and uh, you know obviously that's how you're feeling it's definitely how yeah. well I felt as well um, and yeah it's great though it's great because you there will be people that you are helping and that you are educating on it I'm, which is great yeah well I, I
1: introduced two mum's friends that were pregnant yeah. at the same time to it they yeah. both had their different stresses and different anxieties and they obviously knew my, my birth story with my son. And I just said, well, look, this might not be your cup of tea, but I have started looking into a bit of hypnobirthing yeah. um, and I'm finding it's really helping me because of X, Y, Z. And then both, both of them were like, yeah, I've kind of, um, i like heard the same thing can you share the stuff that Amazing. you've been reading and wow. so I did so they've definitely listened to your podcast oh great thank you um yeah yeah <laughs> and yeah sure enough um yeah. and even since they've had their babies like they've come back and said like might not necessarily have been the dream
0: birth but
1: it yeah. definitely helped yeah
0: and that's definitely. The thing helped. it doesn't have to be picture perfect you know how no. we think it should look it it, yeah it can still be feel a bit messy but it's how you feel about it which is the most important thing yes so just briefly without obviously going into all the details of your Mm. first birth just explain a bit about why you felt like for your second time you wanted to do something else
1: (laughs) okay yeah so um so my son was born at four he was a week and a bit overdue (laughs) um and I have no preconceptions about labor. I sort of, I was that woman going, it's not going to be like it is on TV. It's not going to be screaming in a taxi on your way to the hospital. That's exactly how my labor was <laughs> with right. my son. <laughs> so long story short, he was born 20 minutes after I got <gasps> to the hospital. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, um, very quick. Yes. And prior to that, so I, um, I woke up at 4am with lower back pain. And didn't really think much, much of it. Just thought, well, I'm overdue. I'm going to have a baby at some point. So I'm assuming yeah. this is it. Yeah. Hadn't had any other pains or and hips or anything with him. So no. I knew something was happening. Carried on with my day as normal. Had been doing the antenatal classes. So they said, you know, the different stages can take quite a while. So I was prepared for this to go on for a day or two. Yeah. Um, I'll like, yeah, we'll watch a romantic movie, might even go get my nails done, you know. Nice.
0: All stuff. Were you getting had, like kind of contractions at this point or just um, very like irregular? No,
1: not not really. It was just a bit crampy. We took the dog for a walk. My husband said, you're walking a bit slowly. And I was like, well, yeah, because I think I'm in labour. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me a break. <laughs> yeah. um, I had acupuncture booked in for later that day. So I went to the acupuncture appointment and got there. I said, I said, Oh, Mel, like I think I'm in pre-labour. She goes, Oh, yeah, you probably are. But again, didn't think anything of it. Right. Um, had the acupuncture. That did that I, I respond quite well to acupuncture, as we're about to find out. <laughs> um, I could it made the baby move, it made, it made the in the pain around my abdomen like increase quite a lot. So I was like, oh, okay. Wow. And then this is this is where it gets, where it makes everyone laugh. Then I went for a cup of tea at a friend's house. <laughs> um, I love and, that. Yeah, didn't know her very well at the time. We'd met, um, she was also pregnant. We are now really, really close. And she's just had one of, she's just had her second as well. Oh, yeah. And I'm sat on her sofa and we're talking and she's offering me that tea that you drink. <laughs> like, I, don't, I can't remember what it's called now. Yeah. Um, and... And we're talking and she, and then her cat is all over me, which I don't mind, I love animals, but, um, and she's like, you're right. And I'm like, yeah. And I told her that I thought things were happening and then we're talking a bit more and she goes, you need to go home, don't you? And I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't like talk to you and deal with this at the same time. I know, but still under control. It's just still like, Yeah. So then, manageable then I, manageable then I decided that it would be a good idea to get the bus home not an <gasps> Uber <laughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs> um then it kind of cranked up cranked up a little bit I'm texting my mum at this point mum I think things are happening she's like where are you I'm on a bus
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love that um yeah so this is around half three four o'clock in the afternoon um and get off the bus and I remember walking up the hill it was only like two 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 minutes up the hill and things are really really ramping up now and I get we lived in an apartment at the time I get into the elevator and thank goodness no one else was in that elevator because I just I don't know whether it was psychological or just timing but I just I swear I just had one long contraction for about 40 minutes
0: it may have been because you just got home so yeah. your
1: body like had I been was like in that safe yeah
0: and you're <laughs> I mean, finally in a safe space, space yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um rang my husband saying okay I think I'd already rang him at that point to say things are happening yeah. rang him again to be like you are definitely on your way home right and he's like yeah yeah, yeah I'm, I'm definitely on my way home I'm like okay um so then my husband got home around 4 o'clock and it's intense at this point he tries to put a tens machine on me didn't work just nice. that didn't work and then we were on the phone to the midwife um and he's saying to me okay I think my husband spoke to him and he's saying okay we need I need to listen to Joe have a contraction <laughs> and I, I still remember this so clearly what do I need to do to make him believe that this is really happening <laughs> yeah I know right um, There was nothing I needed to do. Like I was just, I was, my body was out of control. I was just screaming down the phone to him. And then he said to me, okay, Joe, you're going to feel a lot, a lot of pressure and your waters are going to break very, very soon. Wow. And I'm like, okay, I don't know how he knew. Wow. And within 15 minutes, all three happened. Waters broke. Wow. Diarrhea and the mucus plug, all how did all you know that? It's amazing. <laughs> Miracle workers. <It> <laughs> because of where we lived at the time, we didn't actually have our own car. Right. So, so then we called a taxi. Right. And thankfully, because everything was all through apps and phone call records. This is how we knew how close the timing was. Oh, yeah. um, got in the taxi at 6.25 p.m., Um, where we lived had to drive up a main road. This is also six 30 on a Monday night. So like, yeah, yeah. so we had to drive up a main road. I could see everyone like returning from work and I'm thinking, oh my God, oh my God. And then the, then the intense, the pushing, I'm like, I feel the need to push. I feel the need to push. Thought I was going to poo myself. Yeah, it <laughs> um, feels a bit and like and similar, it's, yeah. Yeah, very, very similar. Um, and then we, yeah, we get to the hospital at, I think it was 6.55, the Uber receipt says. Wow. <laughs> and he was born at 7.20. Wow. Um, and he was born on the floor with three different midwives, I think, in the room. And then he was out and I was just in complete shock. They put this baby on top of me. We didn't know what we were having, um, right. so they're like, "Oh, it's a boy!" <laughs> and I'm like, "Huh." Ah, I bet you great. were in shock. You
0: must have been in I was, shock.
1: I was in. I was in shock. I couldn't stop shaking. Yeah, I was also in a room with. I think by that point, four four midwives were in the room, and right. um, I didn't. I don't necessarily have an issue with how many people were in the room.
0: Yeah,
1: um, but I was also butt naked on the floor. Right. Yeah. Suddenly, very aware of what had just happened. And how and how many people were looking at me in my naked state? Of course, and sort of like, what the hell just happened? That is, oh my god, I have a baby, and it's a boy.
0: This is is the thing, and we said this just before, but like so often, people want like your labour for so many people. Like how quick it was seems like Mm -hmm. ideal. Maybe not. I mean, the the reason that you were it was so intense was because it was so quick, Um, and you know people often say to me like I just I would love it to be fast like how amazing how lucky you've probably had people say to you like how lucky oh gosh, such a quick so labor. many times
1: so and yes many times. like a,
0: a quicker labor probably is if you were going to pick uh, is probably mm-hmm. preferable to a long drawn-out labor but your body's still doing the exact same thing but in a much shorter space of time so it your, your body's still dilating and your uterus is still contracting the same as it would if your labor went on for 20 hours but in like mm-hmm. maybe two hours or however long it took yeah so of course it's much more intense which is probably for you like first time as well and having not done hypnobirthing you know didn't uh, you weren't yep. able to get on top of the breathing or anything like that because it's it was so intense which is probably yeah. felt kind of out of control yeah. with it which
1: is and i remember and i remember them saying to me you're pushing wrong I'm thinking, how how am I pushing wrong? I'm <laughs> <you> pushing wrong. <laughs> how is it? Yeah, I now know. Once I got educated
0: about like the down breathing. I right, like, I see. Oh. Yeah. So maybe you. And, I mean, we mimic as well. Like, unless you know any different, we so often just mimic what we see on television. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because yeah. that's our only form of birth education, really. Unless we yeah. learn differently. Yeah. So you know, and, perhaps that's what was happening. So. You know?
1: Yeah, so so this is what I said like, in my email to you when I first reached out. Like his birth on paper was yes. great. He was a perfectly healthy boy, no complications, no complications apart from a few stitches for me. Like yes. everything was absolutely Quick, fine, you know. Yeah, but what what the issue was was how I was left feeling afterwards, yeah. and yeah. it just never. Went away with like people, as you say, like people going so lucky to have a quick birth, and me just sat there going, I don't feel lucky.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's really important actually. (laughs) People put that feeling on you, you know. People and they do say, you know, I've had it as well, and you know how lucky, but actually, it's still hard. Like it's still hard. It's still intense. It's you know, it's yeah. You're allowed to feel not totally happy despite yeah. the fact that it was a short, quick labour.
1: Yeah.
0: And mm-hmm. feeling shocked is very, you know, a friend of mine gave birth recently um, and it was a really quick labour as well. And she was in a state of shock after because sometimes when it's really quick like that, it it just is overwhelming that you cannot believe yeah. this has happened in that short amount of time. So overwhelming. And the other thing um, as well, I think, with shorter labours um, is You don't know it's going to be short. So for you, Mm. you may well have been feeling that really, really intense, uh, you know, pain. And you, in your mind, you didn't know that he was going to be born in 20 minutes. You thought (laughs) maybe there was another 10 hours of this. I can't do this for another 10 hours. You know, this is really, really intense. But actually, uh, he was born 20 minutes later. But I, I had similar with my second and where my first had been a really quite long labor, like 30 hours or something. My my second was like two hours and was really intense, and I just kept thinking, "But if I've got to do this for another twenty eight hours, <laughs> like I can't do that. I can't, like yeah. I, I could manage it last time because it was longer; it was more manageable. Yeah. This was much more intense. I but you don't know that they're going to be born soon. No, they, they exactly. Don't, don't and yeah.
1: when like afterwards, like my husband and I are talking about the two different births and so comparing them and I would like talk to him and sort of go, yeah, but when we had Gulliver and, and, and I had his birth was like this and, and my husband would go, but it wasn't actually like that, Joe. <laughs> that's just how you're remembering it. Right. And I go, well, actually that's irrelevant because if that's how I'm remembering it, that's what's staying with me. That's how you felt. And that's, yeah. Yeah. So there wasn't it's not too much that was like different I can't remember what he was referring to when he said that's not exactly how it yeah. was but like yeah. and then I think that really probably happened like, well, you didn't give birth so shush <laughs> that
0: happens <probably laughs> to some degree with most people you you don't totally remember like every every part yeah. but so you said in your email as well that it then mm. kind of left you feeling quite worried about having another I baby It
1: was terrified of going through labor again. how interesting right absolutely terrified so one of the first things I said after my son was born <laughs> I looked at my husband and went I'll do that once more but after that we are done <laughs> <laughs> previous to that I was like maybe we'll have three kids I yeah. don't know and I was like yeah. no never again I will do that once more because I don't yeah. want an only child yeah. um yeah Now I was terrified of going through labor again absolutely oh. terrified because it just I had no warning absolutely yeah. no warnings but people would say to me so how many how many centimeters were you dilated I, went, I don't know yeah and how far apart were your contractions I don't know I had one for 45 minutes that's what yeah. it felt like yeah.
0: <laughs> you never I got to know. the point where you were even thinking about those things because yeah I, they were yeah. like
1: why didn't you get to the
0: hospital sooner I'm like because it just all happened. Granted,
1: yeah. maybe I shouldn't have gone for a cup of tea at my friend's house,
0: but yeah, I but just had to control know. at that point. You didn't know. So, yeah. Yeah. You could have had hours then, ahead of you. Who's to it, say? Yeah,
1: which is usually what you hear about. Yeah.
0: So, um,
1: yeah, so I was absolutely terrified of going through labour again and just having that kind of yeah. like real intense quick labour, and especially with a toddler that it would, yeah. then someone would you need mean, to look yeah. after as well.
0: So um, what made, so that's what made you kind of look into hypnobirthing, I guess, trying yes. to find something that would help you to manage that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was kind of a big, big, like, there was a lot of different steps. So first of all, was making sure I could get into the same hospital that yeah. I had my son and luckily I did. And I got on to the same um, group practice and had the exact same midwife. Amazing. So that was kind of like stage one of me getting rid of my anxiety because yeah. the last thing I wanted was to go we'd also moved house through living living in a different area I didn't want to go to another hospital tell them that I gave birth quickly and then just palm me off and be like yeah. you'll be fine don't worry yeah. I like, wanted no, people I... who
0: understood what actually happened. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah and that's exactly what I got my midwife was absolutely incredible um she I she knew how sort of like nervous I was about going through labor again And we talked about all the different things that we could do that we could control and things that we couldn't control and all this. So, I mean, at the beginning of this pregnancy, if someone had told me that I had to have a C-section, I would have been like fabulous. Right. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Even though I kind of did know that in the long term, that wouldn't necessarily be the easiest option. I was like, great, don't have to go through labor again. Fabulous. But then I was like, okay, no, this is ridiculous. Like we need to, you've got to do it. So let's let's get your head around it. And, um, another friend of mine, um, she lives in the Netherlands. She had, um, had a baby in June and she had done hypnobirthing as well. And she, um, I don't know if she would describe it as an accidental home birth, but she did have a home birth and she was like 50, 50, whether she wanted one or not. So she was like, if I can have her at home, then I will. If not, I won't. And then as it happened, she had a very quick birth as well. So we'd obviously been talking about it through her pregnancy so I so then when I was pregnant and kind of far enough along to start kind of thinking about that I just asked her who she did her course through and yeah. I just did the exact same one yeah and then awesome. yeah so I did so I did an like a online course yes. so not one-on-one live it was like recorded yeah. like a, yeah. um, recorded one pre like yeah those ones and I'll be honest. At first, I think I watched like the first like two like segments that you're meant to watch, and yeah. I got and I finished it, and I went right. So it's just breathing, <laughs> and that's meant to change the whole experience. Yeah. So I was a bit skeptical. That's okay. Yeah, so that's not my friend. Are. So I went. So I just uh, please just tell me if I'm understanding this correctly. We have up breathing and down breathing relaxation techniques affirmations and then she had talked about um the Kiko method the knees in calves out yeah and I was like can I just confirm that I have taken away from this what I am meant to have taken away from it and she's like yeah that's exactly it and I was like it's so simple right (laughs) I was like I'm really not sure about this
0: (laughs) um but I had nothing to lose Exactly, Um, you're always going to benefit something, even if it's mm -hmm. really small. Like there'll there'll be one thing, you know.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then it was from I think it was like first episode or second episode of this particular online course that um, the educator said the I've got it here, I've kept it so I can remember it. She said, "You need to um, you need to break down. If you're scared about labour, you need to break down into yourself what it is that you're scared about. Yeah, understand your own fears and your own anxieties around that." And I was like, "Okay, good good point." Because up until this point, all I've told myself is I'm terrified of going through labour again, but I haven't actually worked out why. Why? And it wasn't the pain. It wasn't pushing the baby out. It was none of that stuff. I realised it was the chaos surrounding my son's birth that I was scared of experiencing again. And it was when I heard the, the mantra, I am safe. I am relaxed. I am unobserved. That it started to fall into place
0: Amazing, because
1: I was like, I didn't feel safe. I definitely was not relaxed. And I absolutely 100% was, was not unobserved from beginning to end, be it in the taxi, people on the street, like yeah. I could see them I don't know whether they could see me they could probably hear me <laughs> and then getting to the hospital and having three fabulous midwives but still I yeah. didn't know them from Adam so yeah. they yeah. um so when I started to break it down I then knew what I needed to work
0: on how interesting which was
1: completely just reframing my yeah. mind Um, And those are things that
0: you can control to a certain extent. So you can, that's your environment, which is actually one of the biggest things that you can control. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's, that's good. Like if that was what was worrying you, that's good. because That is something you can do something about.
1: And then I could communicate that to my midwife. Yeah. And told her, I just said, it's the chaos that I remember from his birth that I'm scared of again. And I said, I do not have any regrets about his birth. I don't like, I'm not, I don't feel like you guys did anything wrong or yeah. untoward towards me. I feel like I was so well looked after, but that's what I'm worried about again. So from there, we could then put together a ideal, you know, best case scenario birth plan. And of course with hypnobirthing, and I say this, like the Holy Grail is a home birth, Yeah. but I also knew for me that wasn't, No. I just, I'm that would, way. that would not, it would not be relaxing, me knowing my son was in the house. Yeah. And I just, yeah. And that's so important I, because
0: you have to be relaxed, you have to feel relaxed and happy yeah. with wherever you are.
1: So that's yeah. okay. So yeah, so I did so I did the online modules, did all of them. At first, I was gonna get my husband to watch them with me. He yeah. he absolutely would have if I'd made yeah. him. <laughs> but once I'd watched them, and obviously because it was second time round, I realized. I, d- I didn't really need him to it right. it, it was all me it, yeah. it was me that I needed to work on and he is as you says like pathologically calm so yeah right. <laughs> he was not going to be the issue <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so and then from there I just started following and reading up on as many things as possible um which is how I discovered you Yeah. So I just typed in hypnobirthing into Spotify. It's like I love a podcast. Let's see what I can find on Spotify. And so I discovered you. And then I was like, fabulous. And she's English. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't know why, but I was just like, yeah, that's better. Um, (laughs) And then there's then my friend told me to follow the naked doula. Yep. So I followed her. Um, and then I watched little um, YouTube clips on um, YouTube just for the different breathing techniques. So it's yeah. like, if, if I can get as many different teachers ways of explaining it, yeah, then it will sink in. But another thing that, so it's two things that kind of changed, re- really, really helped. I think it was initially from the Naked Doula. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with, are you familiar with yes, her, and yeah, her yeah. yeah 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 so she has a certain way of, yeah. <laughs> of saying things and I think there was like a story on Facebook and she said like if you it's all good and well reading hypnobirthing or attending a class but you've got to do the do you've yeah. got to you've got to practice the positive affirmations Definitely. you've got to listen to the positive stories you've got to do all this and I was like Okay, I will.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, it's one of those things I I, I often say in my classes that like, it doesn't just work because you kind of believe it. Like it, yeah. it works. So because I was you like practice. The
1: yeah. Stuff. And I was like, even if I don't, even if I'm even if there's still a tiny part of me that's still skeptical, I'm yes. just gonna read it because it's just gonna go into my subconscious and I'm going to absorb it yeah and so I started devouring your podcast when I walked the dog I would just listen to every single one I think the first one I listened to was um there was one about a negative going from a negative to a positive birth story it's like fabulous right great place to start then I listened to the one with Susie O'Hare yeah and then I watched her YouTube amazing yeah complete game changer wow I watched that it was it was the uh, one that's quite old I think it was her yeah the, uh, yeah Daisy yeah her, yeah complete game changer I watched that on YouTube and was like how the hell is that a birth right yeah
0: I was like, so right. Calm, yeah.
1: yeah I was like I was I was like right if she can have a birth like that I can have yeah. a birth like that amazing but it's happening I love and I that husband, and it just you know and just something just stays something with clicks you. yeah it just and I was like even if I, I didn't for one second think it was going to be as calm as hers yeah and and at the end it wasn't <laughs> but that's okay so, though but even if I can just get a tiny amount of that um yeah I think I watched I definitely watched it at least twice yeah. And I definitely watched it like in the week before Georgia was born.
0: That's so important um, though, because that and I that's replacing yeah. any of those kind of bad images mm-hmm. that you have and your own memories. Yep. It's replacing that with and I, and positivity. I'm, and I made my husband watch it. Amazing.
1: And I said, this is what I'm aiming for. Yeah, said, David. This is this is what we're going for, and he maybe. was like, "Right, okay." He goes, "You can listen to all those positive affirmations, <laughs> yep. like maybe not on loudspeaker, <laughs> but yes, I am." <laughs> yeah,
0: do you know? What? I watched that um, video in my when I was pregnant, and I did a hypnobirthing hmm. course. They showed that video during my course, and I sometimes show it in my courses. I, I there's various videos I show, so I don't always yeah. show the same ones. Um, but I remember watching that, and and similarly to you, like I had never. I mean, This was my first pregnancy as well, but I'd never yeah. seen a birth like it. And I, yeah. I just remember being like, I I just cannot believe this. Like yeah. I, and I, I was showing everybody like afterwards, <laughs> like you need to watch this. Like my mom, like, you need to watch this. Like, this is how birth looks. Like, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So then from there, I just I just devoured everything I could. I listened to all the positive birth stories. I watched a few more YouTube um births. I what yeah, YouTube um the positive birth company has um like little five ten minute just explanations on the breathing techniques so I was like great I'll get my husband to watch them with me just some bite size, so he he just understands understands what I'm trying to do um and I had affirmations up around the house um had the down breathing one on the mirror in front of the toilet (laughs) everywhere and I just I just channeled it as much yeah. as I could and I just thought you've got nothing to lose like I just didn't think about anything else really yeah just I, I was like something has to change and let me tell you it worked a charm so tell us <laughs> tell us the birth story <laughs> I'm desperate to um, know. I know so so where where shall I where shall I start so oh. I was a week overdue which is ridiculous because at 36 and a half weeks, my midwife and I were saying, I think I don't you you might get to 40 weeks, but I think we're gonna see you before then. Right. So by the time I was 41, I was well and truly just like flipping X. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um and this is a very different pregnancy. I was very, very uncomfortable during this pregnancy. Yeah. Um, just a lot of lower back pain, hip pain, I got a lot of lightning crotch. Um okay. Just my stomach was just very uncomfortable. And just being pregnant with a very heavy, very active toddler is yeah, just a different it's, it's situation. So you've got completely different ball game. So, it, ball game. Yeah. so um I wasn't as energetic as I was first yeah. time around. Yeah. So yeah, so we so we got to 40 weeks. I've been having acupuncture sessions, nothing was really happening this time. I was like, oh, okay. And knew that the conversation about induction was going to come up pretty soon. Yeah. Was quite empty at first, and then I'd listen to another podcast, and I was like, "I you know what? Like, if it comes to that, I'm fine with it. I'm yeah. informed. I know what my options yeah, are. I'm exactly. fine with it." So, um, midwife offered me a stretch and sweep. I'd never had one with my son previously, so she was like, "You sure you want to do it?" I was like, "Yeah, fine. Why not?" Yep. Yeah. This was on the, f- the Friday evening, and when I went in for my midwife appointment, she obviously put the little Doppler on to listen to the heart rate, and she goes, "Joe, you're you're um you're cramping." Ah, am I? <laughs> Amazing. Um, and she goes, "Can you not feel that?" I said, "Claire, that's already my midwife's name." I said, "Claire, I am so uncomfortable all the time. I don't know what is what." Like, and she goes, "Well, you're 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 cramping. I was like, "Ah, good to know." Wow. <laughs> she goes, "So, do you still want to do the stretch and sweep?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." So she did the stretch and sweep, um, and she was like, "Oh, the baby is there." She was like. She's like, I can tickle the head. <laughs> wow. I know. We didn't know what we were having again. So, um, yeah, she's like, I can tickle the head. She goes, Joe, you're having this baby this weekend. She goes, I don't, I don't, I might see you tonight, but you're, de- you're definitely having this baby this weekend. She, he or she is very, very ready to be born. And the fact that you're cramping as well. I was like, yeah. okay. So then she listened to the heartbeat again after she'd done the stretch and sweep. And she was like, yeah, you're definitely cramping. I'm like, she goes, Can you feel that? I was like, Well, now you've told me what it is. Yes, I can. <laughs> wow, really? Um, yeah. And then I was walking back from the hospital to where I parked my car, and I was like, Yeah, okay, I'm definitely aware of what's happening now but it wasn't by any stretch of the imagination contractions no and then I was driving home it was a good time to phone England so I called my parents they didn't answer of course they didn't and of course (laughs) they rang me as soon as I got through the front door (laughs) so I'm having a chat with them and it's like repeating itself and I'm going yes I think the baby's on its way (laughs) yes I'm just at home but again I was absolutely fine I was just sat on the footstool of our sofa underneath the fan getting a bit hot um my husband was doing dinner time with our son oh it was fine and I got off the phone to them at like half seven eight p.m our time um and I just said oh David just so you know this is definitely happening like this isn't and he's like you okay I said yeah yeah I'm fine but I'm just let you know it's definitely happening <laughs> so we rang my midwife said the same thing Fair. just let you know it's definitely happening she goes I'm still at the hospital what do you want me to do do you want me to stay here or do you want me to go home I said like, oh no 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 it's not happening anytime soon you go home
0: did you had you had they had the conversations with you that it would likely be quick as well because of your first so you were aware that it was probably yeah
1: yeah but of course what we didn't couldn't compare is because I didn't really have proper contractions I mean as in like with breaks and I could time them last time I had no idea what my contractions would be like I now know my contractions just come in thick and fast right so pretty much as soon as we knew we were having contractions and that's what they were and we could time them they were 40 to one minute long three to four minutes apart yeah right but yeah I had yeah but I had no issue with them I could just literally just breathe you're doing your breathing doing my breathing yeah I think like when the midwife said like do you want do you want me to stay here I said oh okay I've got to have my dinner and everything like it's fine like we're good
0: (laughs) Her, that's absolutely yeah,
1: and um, yeah, and I was watching Shits Creek on the TV. Amazing. And I was just breathing through my contractions, and then it got to like half nine, and this is the perverse thing. Like, and this is where hypnobirthing is just amazing. I was excited for the next contraction. Amazing. Like, I was like come on, bring it on, bring it on. Yeah, you don't want them to go anywhere. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and. And when, like, during the, like, listening to the classes and the podcast, I mean, people had described contractions or surges as, like, a wave. Yeah. That description didn't really mean anything to me until I was experiencing it. Right. I was like, oh, yeah, because it is. Because then I would be going to my house and, yep, it's building, it's building, it's building, it's building. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah." And and then, you know, and then I kind of just go into the zone. And then I breathe my way out and I'm like, okay, we're good. And then when there was no contractions, I was fine. Back to watching Shit's Creek. Yeah. <laughs> so then it got to half nine, 10 o'clock. rang the midwife again because I was like, okay, I know this is happening, and I don't know what to do because I'm not going to be able to sleep through this. Yeah. So phoned her, and then she said to me, "They need to be clockwork. They're they're close together, but they're not. They're not regular enough. Right. They need to be." exactly three minutes apart exactly one minute long on a regular right. basis it's okay good to know i know what i'm working with so she said joe i know you're not gonna be able to sleep but just try and get some just try and go rest and horizontal yeah okay so by about 11 o'clock we decided to go to bed by 20 past 11 i was back up right <laughs> I yeah could, I, could, I could it's uncomfortable I sometimes move. yeah i need i needed to move with the contractions and then i also realized that my timer i.e my husband wasn't timing them anymore He was asleep <laughs> but I'd lost all con- I'd lost all like con- uh, idea of time yeah I thought, these could be 20 minutes apart they could be two <laughs> seconds apart I've got no idea now um so I got up and I had to like wiggle with them and you know when they say like you know your body knows what position to go into and that yeah. was my my position was leaning over the sofa right um and just swaying my hips from side to side And just breathing through the contractions, and I and I started timing them myself, and they were two minutes apart, one minute long. Wow! Yeah, which was my reaction. (laughs) I was like, "Okay, this is getting real now." And then I was like, "Okay, but I still feel really under control."
0: Yeah, you weren't. I also know to be like you're all, thinking yeah. oh, i can't be that i can't be that I was like,
1: because i feel like okay. yeah but i was like but this is what other people have said on the podcast like the hospital turned them away because they were so calm yeah um so then i was like all right, i'm just gonna get david up so i got david up i've never seen him jump out of bed so quick and get dressed <laughs> um and i was like this is happening so i rang my midwife back she listened to me have a contraction which was just weird because it was just me breathing down the phone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of like, this is awkward. The yeah. two of us just breathing down the phone. <laughs> um, very different experience to my son. And I went, yeah, Claire, that contraction's gone now. she goes, OK, Joe, good. That was exactly one minute long. She goes, What do you want to do? I said, I want to come to the hospital now. Yeah. I'm just, I just, yeah, yeah, I just want to come to the hospital. She goes, That's fine. Can you get the babysitter around? I said, Yep. Yeah. Called my friend. She lived around the corner. She was over within 15 minutes. Even she came around, I was having a conversation. Yeah. Like answered um, so that I answered the door. I was like, "Excuse me, one second. Just need to have a just have a contraction." Oh
0: my goodness! And then amazing. we carried on
1: with our conversation again. Yeah. Um. And she messaged me when I was in the car, sort of, you know, just saying, "Don't worry, Gulliver's gonna be fine. Like everything's fine. You just you do you. Like you've got this." And then she was like, "You you were so happy, so excited." And I was messaging her back, going, "I'm about to meet my baby. I'm so oh, excited." Wow. Um, and yeah so then we were driving in the car and I put my headphones in and I put the affirmations on and I just listened to them on repeat soon as they ended straight back to the beginning soon as it ended straight back to the beginning I had my eyes closed just no one talked to me I'm in the zone then we got up to the birthing centre and I don't know if that's different in Australia to the UK but because I was looked after on the midwife group practice I gave birth in a birthing centre so it's basically like a room that looks like your own like a home from home
0: type thing yeah yeah pretty much similar similar
1: Um, yeah and we got up and got up to that floor Went through the double doors. There was one room with doors open and the bath was run and the lights were dim. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that's my room, but I can't see my midwife. (laughs) It's also like midnight at uh, one o'clock in the morning. It's right. Anyway, yeah, just had a few contractions in the hallway, just breathed my way through them. My midwife came around I was like, Hi Claire, how are you? Good, how are you? Yeah, all right, thanks. Um, and then we went into the room and oh, and I'd also printed off some pictures and put them all Lovely. over the bed um, yeah. and I had probably like 20 but the ones that just I honed in on was one of they've got I can actually see it right now a picture of my son with his head resting on my belly Aww. my belly bump um and one of the three of us one oh, of those yeah. selfies where it's just a candid you didn't think yeah. it was be a good selfie then turns out it was And I just looked at them Aww. and I just focused on my breathing my husband put relaxing music on My relaxing music of choice was um, like instrumental versions of popular songs. Oh, nice. The the first one to come on was a Disney song. (laughs) (laughs) My midwife went just FYI, it's not all Disney. (laughs) Just so you know, whatever, whatever you need to do. Um, And just literally just breathe through the contractions. I was just leant over the bed. They were getting more intense at this point. I never had to have an internal examination which I did ask my midwife about afterwards and she was like well I didn't need to like I could I could tell by how fast the contractions were coming along I could also tell from how low down she was having to go with the Doppler to hear the heartbeat that the baby was obviously moving um she did say to me I want to keep you out the bath for as long as possible I still don't actually know why but whatever that's fine
0: sometimes um, it, sometimes it can I mean it's obviously re- really beneficial but sometimes being in water like maybe she was worried it might slow it down or something potentially can, um yeah. or to make sure that you got in just before she was born yeah yeah I guess so, so you weren't in there too long so yeah so basically like
1: I just breathed my way through the contractions the whole way through and in between the contractions she was Irish we were just laughing and joking about different tv shows telling her about how we've been watching King Gary on iPlayer and then she was asking me how we got hold of that and you know all this and and then I just go see me one minute (laughs) and then I just by the end I was mooing like a cow and wow that works yeah like that really works very primal Um, yeah my husband's hands were really hot and so I got him to put them on my lower back and that really helped um and then I I remember her saying to me don't worry Joe, you're gonna have this baby soon and I was thinking in my head I was going I really want to ask how soon but I don't (laughs) think she really knows so I just won't ask (laughs) it's funny the things that go through your head like how soon yeah (laughs) um so, yeah, we got to the hospital at, whoa, I think it was about 1 a.m. Yeah. And then, gosh, I mean, I do lose track of time. But it must have been around about half past two that maybe we got in the water. Yeah. The contractions were coming pretty thick and fast by this point. Yeah. And I was breathing through them, but I was also getting quite vocal as well. Yeah. And she was born at 3.03. Okay. So, yeah. Um, and I mean, by the end, once I had, like, you know, that last final bit. Yeah. I can't honestly say I was breathing my, my way through, yeah. <laughs> through that, but I was trying yeah. really, yeah. really hard. Yeah. Exactly the same thing happened. The midwife said to me, two more pushes, Joe, and the baby will be out. And yeah. I said to myself, one more push and that baby is coming out. I am not doing that twice. Yeah, <laughs> um, Because I just remember, like, just pushing, well, breathing and pushing yeah. like just so hard and I knew I knew it was the head I just I, I knew yeah. I was feeling and she said to me open your eyes you'll be able to see the head but she also had this big ass torch and I was oh, like well, that's she? gonna ruin my yeah because the room was so dark and yeah, she obviously hope. needed to see what she was doing and I was like well that's gonna ruin my zen I <laughs> so, was like no thank you yeah Don't. I'm good I'll yeah. see the baby when it comes out once the head's out I mean that's the easy bit right the, yeah. they just they just they, come out they kind
0: of flop out don't they
1: they do and um so out she came we didn't know she was a she Aww. and um i said to my midwife the whole way through look i just need something i'm trying to like reframe my brain which she was so supportive of and i said i just have this image of the baby being put on my chest yeah and i am the one to see whether it's a boy or a girl so right. not david Mate, <laughs> yeah, you want to know? <laughs> I said I want to be the one, and she got put on my chest, this little purpley squishy thing, oh. and I just cried. I oh. just that eu- euphoric feeling, and just looked at her, and I just said, "It's another Gulliver." Like she just looked it just like so my like son. Him. Oh my god, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Like so so alike, and she was probably on my chest for like 10-15 minutes before the midwife said. Should we see what we've got? Aww. And then, yeah. And then like moved the umbilical cord out of the way. And there was like, there was no Willie there. I was like, oh my God, it's a girl. Because I was convinced <laughs> I was having a boy. Yeah. Convinced <laughs> it was a boy. And yeah, and that was it. Wow. And then we, um, yeah, they let me sit in the bath for a little while. Probably oh, till I was like kind of, you know, conscious enough to be like, I'm just sat in dirty water while I get yeah. out now. <laughs> also, you can
0: feel a bit like wobbly after. So kind of standing oh, up straight away and I... away.
1: Do... Oh, and then I cut the umbilical cord. Oh, lovely so that was my yeah my husband I said to my, my husband you do it and he goes no I did it I did it last time oh. you do it this time said, all right okay so I, I did that. that but I but I hadn't got rid of the placenta yet so I yeah. still had the umbilical cords so I'm like trying to get out bust yeah yeah it's a bit awkward actually
0: isn't <laughs> it it's my Bambi legs
1: yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just feeling yeah you do you just feel like you're your whole orbly, yeah. is made of jelly yeah. um yeah and then all the fun all the fun stuff that happens after afterwards but um so you felt
0: just so different about her birth I felt so healed from yeah amazing so it healed it healed any trauma that you had from your first birth gosh like all
1: through my pregnancy I was going we're only gonna have two we're only gonna have two and then I was like that's because I didn't like the birth. Do a birth yeah. again. No, it's Im- and genuinely, I was just like, and the um, husband and my midwife going, You did amazingly. And I'm going, I know. <laughs> I know. I did an incredible job. It was, it was amazing. Just, it was amazing. It was just exactly how I'd heard everyone else explain it. And I thought, I'm never going to be that person that describes a birth. It's amazing. But, it but you was. are. And yeah, I, yeah. Truly am, and people you know come up to me and go on how was the birth? I go, it was amazing. I'll tell you everything you want to know if you want to know, like, it was just incredible. And, um, yeah, I just wow, I'd do it again in a heartbeat, yeah, no questions asked.
0: Isn't that Um, amazing? Like, what a lovely feeling to have that you would happily do it again, that you would maybe Mm. even want to do it again. Like, it's an amazing feeling to feel like that afterwards compared to how you felt first time. So, like, what a different mindset. And, you know, just some <sighs> simple breathing techniques. Because it, is, it yeah. is simple. It's not complicated. No, it's um, not it's complicated at off, all. Finding the right space yeah. and making sure that you, you know, understand the breathing and understand what your body's doing. And yeah, yeah like what a difference that's made. It made such
1: a difference. I do have to say like actually properly understanding what the body's doing, like yeah. what's happening when you're having contractions. Yeah. that That's a big deal as well. Like when people say it's a pain with purpose, not a pain from something else that that really helped me so it was still two very very quick labors. Um, and my paperwork for Georgia says two hours of active labor and three minutes of pushing wow so yeah yeah. um I don't think I've got the paperwork for my son so I don't know (laughs) But that's fine I'm just like it was a very quick birth Um, and it absolutely completely changed my experience and I actually really think it's helped the transition of going from one to two yeah it's just that her entrance into the world was calm she is a really really calm baby often do you um, know what? I hear
0: that so much and I've got two babies that were well they're not babies anymore <laughs> but they were they were calm babies but I hear it a lot and I I do agree with that that actually yeah I think babies they are they are calm because their entrance typically into the world even if it is a bit even if it does feel a bit messy it's still yeah. typically calm you know and, yeah. and it does make a difference. Yeah. And yeah. all the relaxing you would have been doing during your pregnancy and all of that—that that would have helped exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that well, that was it.
1: But like, it was just incredible, and I did not believe that they could be that contrasting. Yeah. But they were, and what a difference!
0: So, yeah, Amazing.
1: what a difference.
0: Well, yeah. thank you. So, mate, like, it, honestly, it helps so much coming on and sharing because, like, you know, from listening to stories yourself, like, what a positive impact that had on you. Mm. So you know, yeah. coming on and sharing your story, like it's amazing. And hopefully, if yes. anyone's listening that has had, uh, you know, less than ideal first birth experience yeah. where you know they don't feel massively positive about it, then it you know really doesn't have to be that way. And no. this, I think you know has has proved that. So thank yeah. you, and
1: no, thank you. And I just think you know, regardless of what your birth ends up looking like, yeah. Even if you can get up to that point of going into labor feeling confident and feeling excited about it, because I was, I was excited about like, a, yes, going into labor yeah. rather than feeling absolutely terrified yeah. of it yeah. happening. You know, I was waking up each morning disappointed that nothing had happened. Yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. You um, want it to happen. Yeah. Yeah yeah it. so um yeah if i can if my story can help anyone just sort of go or oh, maybe i don't have to have such a negative experience it will the next time then then i'm then my work is done
0: it will <laughs> it will absolutely help people you know that because you were helped yeah. by stories so yeah uh, it will so yeah thank you so much and i th- they were great stories they were really great <laughs> and um uh what a great like insight into actually how hypnobirthing can help so it, thank you yeah incredible. So much.
1: no thank you thank, thank you. you
0: please keep doing your podcast I still
1: listen to it even though yeah, I'm not I, planning I, on having a podcast. I baby. know a few people
0: that do <laughs> that that aren't pregnant but they listen but that's great I yeah just, <laughs> I just find it fascinating yeah. so it's yeah no thank you no I will thank you so much and um yeah thanks for sharing and speaking to me thank you Joe. my pleasure thank you thank you bye <laughs> bye so a big big thank you to joe for coming on and sharing her story with me it was really lovely to chat to her and find out in a bit more detail all about uh, her really lovely positive birth experience if any of you guys out there listening have already had a positive birth experience so i appreciate that the majority of people listening are listening because they have not yet given birth but um some of you i know will have had previous children and have had positive birth experiences with them and If you basically would like to share your story with me, I'm working on a really exciting project this year and I'm on the lookout for as many positive birth stories as I can get and all different types of births as well. So hospital, home, water, induction, caesarean, assisted, um, you know, as many different types of births in as many as different types of uh, countries. So wherever you are in the world, it doesn't matter. You can still submit your story to me. Um, and I would just really appreciate if any of you wanted to share them with me, I would be very grateful for them. So what I'll do is I'll leave my email address in the description of this episode. If you're interested, can you just send me over a quick email title it birth story you can write whatever you like in the email you know just something like hi i'm interested in your project you're working on and what i'll do is i will get back to you with a few more details on what it is i'm doing and you can decide whether or not you would like to take part but it's going to be really great and i'm really excited about it um and many people that have already submitted their stories have said how amazing um I would have loved this when I was pregnant. So um, yes, so please, if you would like to just send me a quick email. But the next episode of the podcast will be out in two weeks time. So I will speak to you then. Goodbye.